What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Loot Bros Podcast. I'm your host, Resident Daryl, and with me this week, I got the T-Bird. Hello. And then I got our gaming gal, Kalai. What up? Kalai, this is the first time you and I have been on a show together since the merge, since the partnership of the Game Stuff crew joining the Loot Bros. So I guess we kind of got to pull off the curtain here because for a while I thought we were the same person because we were never in the same room at the same time. <laughs> it's kind of like a Batman bruise or anything. <laughs> yeah, it, it's funny because I was super excited. Yeah, and I've said this on the show a few times now. Tanner and I have been going back and forth about asking you guys to join for several months. And I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be awesome. We're going to have Joe and Kalai. I'm going to mix up the personalities a little bit. I was like, we'll have an, another backup host. Like, this is going to be really good for everybody. And of course, you know, you and I and other podcast hosts have talked about just the workload and the involvement that goes into a show. I was like, we're going to be able to back each other up. This is going to be great. And as soon as you guys join, it's like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you guys held it down and didn't quit on me while I was gone because, uh, it was not intentional and I didn't, my plans were not to not be here, but it has been a very interesting couple of weeks. I'm surprised you haven't fired us because I'm pretty sure we gave away your house. Uh <laughs> <laughs> okay. So right. we, we have a ninja YouTube, a YouTube of just ninjas. <laughs> you gave, y'all gave away my house for the question of the week. Uh, you made fun of the Snyder cut. No, that was Joe. Freaking, uh, yeah, y'all guys are crapping on all the things I love and giving away all the things I own. So. <laughs> I'd say it was pretty successful, actually. <laughs> uh, I was, I was actually pressure washing my patio, and I was listening to the uh, to the Nintendo Direct that you and Joe did. Uh huh. Which for the for the listeners, that was not supposed to be a replacement show for the week. It just so happened that Joe and Kali were going to do a special episode for you guys, and then. Things went a little south on my end, so that we had the thing in the can. It's like, oh, well, thank you guys so much for doing that. So I'm listening to it, you know, I'm checking, I'm checking it out, and then you're like, yeah, we got a ninja tube, <laughs> <laughs> and then Joe's like, what? A ninja tube? Yeah, the ninja loot YouTube. It's a ninja tube. I mean, I, I think it's a pretty good actually i don't i i edited the episode i don't even still remember to this uh, that i said that <laughs> it was it was funny i got i got a nice little laugh out of it so it was good so actually i was pretty it was pretty cool because you guys were overall pretty positive about the nintendo direct and i actually listened to a few different podcasts throughout the week and everybody was griping and it's like man it was it was nice to hear you know what i'm saying people be excited about a few things on there so it was cool you guys did a good job Thank you. T-Bird, how you been, man? Uh, I've been good. Just working and trying to game. I dig it. I dig it. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Well, this has been a uh, very interesting week uh, for me. Uh, Zach couldn't be with us tonight. We have a family member in the hospital with COVID, not doing very well. We've got a couple other family members with it. That's part of the reason why I couldn't be here last week. Um, so I'm going to turn over the toast to Kalai. She says she's got it for this week. She wants to celebrate some stuff. So Kalai, I'm going to turn it over to you this week. Sure. And before we go into the toast, I would like to also say that Joe could not make it. Apparently he had to get dressed up in a dress and go to a tea party. <laughs> Duty calls, man. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, I wish his I wish his daughter would have been there for that tea party. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's where Zach was at. You know, him and him and Joe and Zach actually did dip out of the show pretty one back to back. He was like, Oh man, I got this thing I gotta do. And then the other one's like, Oh man, I I can't be there. I got this thing I gotta do. I'm like, wait a minute. Zach, you told us you were gonna be here two days ago. You forgot all about the tea party? Come on, bro. Yeah. <laughs> So this week's toast, I actually want to toast to Daryl because it's his birthday today. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I completely forgot. (laughs) (laughs) So happy birthday, Daryl. Thank you for letting me join your podcast. And I hope you have another good 50 years because, you know, you're like, I'm making you 45. So you're older than me. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take it. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you. Ah, oh yeah i was i was very calm and controlled in that one yeah so today has been a very interesting birthday thank you to all the listeners who have reached out and said happy birthday thank you for all the kind things said it's been like i said it's been a really weird day a really weird week and it was awful refreshing to kind of sit back for a few minutes before the show and go oh yeah there's some nice people out there i definitely appreciate that so for today's podcast, we've got some fun stuff planned. Uh, I was very excited about, since we have new hosts coming on and talking about our favorite games of all time. But since that tea two, party, uh, tea party, got to hold it. Since two of the three new hosts aren't here, uh, we're going to put a pin in that one until hopefully next week. Maybe next week, everybody will be here. We can kind of go over that. So I'm actually going to throw a curveball at you guys for this week's official topic at the end of the show. I'm not even going to tell you what it is. Ooh. So we'll see what happens. But uh, I kind of want to recap a couple things as far as housekeeping goes. Uh, I'm going to reclaim my house because that actually was not be it was not available to be given away on the show. So I'm <laughs> going to break a few hearts here. Uh, but yes, this is the Loot Bros podcast. We are a general gaming and sometimes bad dad joke podcast. Uh, each week we get together, we talk about games, we talk about some of the community events that we're running, we talk about our custom leaderboards, and we try to put together our gaming knowledge for you guys. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Uh, so, a couple other shows that we have currently. We have the Sounds Heavy podcast. That's where me and some of my bandmates get together and interview other bands and talk about our time on the road. This past week, we got the uh, opportunity and the privilege to interview a band called Ark of the Covenant. Uh, They were signed to Face Down Records. They toured all over the place. We got to play with them a few times. It was really great catching up uh, with their bass player, Daniel. Uh, we got to share a few laughs, talk about a few stories. It was awesome. So if you're interested in music at all, check out the Sounds Heavy podcast. We also have a comic book show called the Loot Bros Comic Cast, currently on a little bit of a hiatus. We've got a couple too many irons in the fire, so I had to pump the bricks on a few of them to get some other episodes out. We have our Survival Horror podcast, the 2236 podcast. And then from what I hear, Joe and your former... Uh, co-host on the game stuff, Corey, they're launching the uh, JK Gaming and stuff where they're going to be doing some streams, some pass or play and some good stuff like that, Clay. That's what I hear. I have not had firsthand knowledge of this. So. 
<laughs> well, I listened to Corey talk about it on uh, Push to Plat. So, yeah, which which was a great episode, by the way. It was a great Corey episode. He dominated the conversation. 90% of the conversation was Corey talking to Corey. <laughs> I, I think CJ had a record, like, like the least amount of words he's ever spoken <laughs> on a show. Oh my God. It was, it was, it was a good episode. I'm sure Corey enjoyed interviewing Corey. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. Cause CJ was like, Hey man, you guys have Corey on your show. And I was like, yeah, yeah, we'll do that. And then I listened to it. I was like, Oh wow. So, <laughs> so Corey can come on our show and talk to himself. That's a great <laughs> idea. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It was a good show. Good job, Corey. It's, it's always good as the host of a podcast to have people on who can hold their own in a conversation. The hardest thing to do as a host is to pry conversation out of people. So when you get a chatty Cathy on, you're like, you know what? I get to take a break tonight and it is very enjoyable. So, uh, as far as housekeeping goes, also we are trying to remind everybody to check out the white label Loot Bros podcast feed. If you go to iTunes, if you go to, I think maybe Google, not every place has double feeds. It's the weirdest thing, but there's the red logo with the ninja on it. And then there's the white logo that says Loot Bros podcast. Subscribe to the white label because in just a few weeks, the red label will no longer be updating. Now I, I say that and then who knows? It's been, we switched hosts multiple times and now we finally landed somewhere we think we like. It's very user-friendly. It's very easy. It doesn't cost us as much. And <laughs> we have two feeds. <laughs> so hopefully uh, the red feed will go away. The white feed will stay forever. Uh, which also means if you have ever left a review on the Loot Bros podcast, well, normally, like on iTunes, you can't leave two reviews. You can update your old one. Well, now we have a new feed, a new place for reviews. So we would love if you guys would take a minute Go leave reviews on the new Loot Bros podcast feed, and we will read them out on the show. And then just like before, every 10 reviews, we'll do a giveaway. We're not giving away my house, but we'll give away some video games. Uh, the last giveaway, I put, I made like a trophy, some games. It was uh, a Ninja Loot swag. It was all kinds of stuff. So there were nice little packages last time. So check it out. Leave reviews on the podcast. Uh, love or hate, whatever it is, just leave the reviews. Put us out there so that other people can check out the show. And then finally, I wanted to clarify just a few things, and then I'm going to give the floor to Kali. As far as the backlog beatdown goes, now we had some some arguments and some contention in some of the groups a few weeks back about whether or not you can or cannot add more than five games to your list. Originally, when we pitched this, it was, hey, let's do five games at a time. Actually, let's be, let's be more. I'm going to clarify that because it actually started out with 10. Remember? But we dialed it back to five. Yes. I requested five. Which is good. And, and the whole point of the list is this. You call your shot. You name your five games that you're going to play. It forces you to stick to those games. And if you deviate from those games, either A, won't count, or B, you're going to have to negate your whole last list. So it you take a penalty. The whole point for this year's, you know what I'm saying, community event is you pick five, you stick to it, 
you knock them out, and you move on to the next five. We had a couple people approach us and go, hey, look, here's the list I've got. This is what I really want to do. Can I please, please, pretty please have more than five? And Kalai and I both have tried to tell every single person who has asked for more than five games, that's a bad idea because you're stuck to that. And let's say, for example, you pick five games. All of a sudden, you want to play a whole different franchise. Are you, You're just in the mood for all these different shooters and you didn't have any shooters on your list. The only way to get those to count for you is to either beat the games that you originally called out or to abandon them, which you'll have to take a negative point. Now, if you ask me nicely or you ask a lot nicely for six, seven, eight, or even 10 games on your list, we'll give it to you. But the whole point is five at a time, it's best for you and it's best for us. It's easier for us to maintain and keep on the list. You guys love when we bring out all this data and all these cool fun facts and all the different statistics for the for the events. So it's easier for us. Now, we had a couple people get a little, a little upset, get some sand in their pants about feeling like other people got the leg up on them. What I can assure you, and this has happened, we have statistical evidence is that people who put more stuff out there have either A, already taken negatives, or B, have are way farther along in turning over their list and moving on to the next thing. So it does not actually benefit you to make your list bigger. If you want it to be bigger, don't cry about it. Just ask. All right? I'll tell you it's a bad idea, and then I'll do it. Now, if this becomes a problem and this become, continues to be an issue, we just will do five and whoever's grandfathered in is grandfathered in. How do you feel about that, Kalai? I, f- I feel that it's good. Now, I'm allowing the list more than five because it's more beneficial to me. It's easier for me to get five games off my list than you'd have to do ten. Well, I'm only doing five <laughs> because I'm having a hard enough time. It's like I start playing a couple games, and I'm and I'm going to talk about this a little bit later. I've got games on my list right now that I'm just not feeling. Not feeling it. And I'm too prideful to take the hit. But what's happened is, I in the first month, I almost knocked out my entire list. This second month, I've knocked out one game. What, well, what about two games? Two games two what games. about Tanner? Tanner, what do you think about the five list? I'm fine with the five list. I mean, it works. It's like, like it's, easiest, it's the easiest way of keeping up with everything, especially when people make the proper posts for it all. <clears throat> there you go. That's that's important too, making the proper post. So if you're listening and you've already jumped into the backlog beatdown, call your shot. We appreciate you. We're having fun. I hope you guys are having fun. If you're on the fence or you need some clarification, just reach out to us. We've been very forthcoming about all information, all of the weird curveballs you guys have tried to throw at us, trying to make it hard. Some people have tried to make this extremely difficult, not naming any names. <laughs> oh, gosh, sorry. <laughs> I get bless, you. bless you. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> but there's people who go out of their way to make every event difficult. And you know what? It comes with the territory. It is what it is. So we're willing to push past it because some of you guys out there and gals really have a good time with this. And we do, you know, the conversation going back and forth. I love getting in the discord and seeing conversation back and forth. I actually also enjoy, I'm gonna give a shout out to my man, JT. Just like the discourse between each other. It's like, hey, uh, what is, did, would this count? Or what is what about this game? Or how do you guys feel about this game? And just watching other community members 
reach out to each other and it's like talk about oh well this would be this on the be legit this would be this on the backlog beatdown and you know oh wait i kind of vaguely remember you saying this on the show can you clarify it's so cool they're just watching everybody do the community event together which is the whole point you know we're doing this all thing together it's great it's been a lot of fun it's cool so and and again this is kind of calling out something that had a few weeks that happened a few weeks ago everyone's already simmered down and gotten it's been totally cool we've got a great community who doesn't fuss and fight and argue too much with each other and even when there are differences of opinions or disagreements everyone seems to settle everything pretty quick we don't have to go swinging no band hammers or getting involved and it's awesome you know i'm very thankful for our community and this has been a lot of fun and we hope that it continues to be fun and inevitably when i smash it and i win and i'm the greatest at the end of the year you guys can just thank me for allowing you to participate in this with me <laughs> i watch it Kalaz face she's like wait a minute <laughs> That just took a turn. <laughs> you were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> okay. I got Hard I got note. a funny story. I got a funny story. And then I want you guys to talk about what you've been playing. Okay. Okay. So I'm coaching my son's soccer team again this season. And, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, we have to wear masks. So like, it's so hard to, when you're communicating with people for people to really get like all of the inflection and everything that you're saying when you're have half your face covered with a mask. So like the, the, the parents were all outside. The parents don't have to wear masks. So most of them don't. And that's cool. The, the staff we do, and that's fine. That's rules are rules. Uh, so I'm having a conversation. I got all the parents kind of lined up. I'm talking to them and the kids after practice. And I said, all right, guys, this is kind of what we're doing. This is kind of the general rundown. This is kind of blah, blah, blah. Here's the things we can no longer do because of COVID. And I said, so at the end of the games, usually all the parents will line up and like stand in front of each other and put their hands up, make like this giant tunnel. And then the kids from both teams will go running through underneath the tunnel and they'll be screaming, ah, and they just, the kids freaking love the tunnel. So I'm like, you know, this year I said, we can't do that because of COVID. So typically what I do is I line all the kids up. Now, as I say this, what they the, what the parents think I'm going to say is I line all the kids up in front of the other team and we say good game because that's what I do. I can see all the parents are kind of starting to nod and like, yeah, 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 we know what you're saying. We know what you're saying. So I told them, I said, so I line all the kids up and then I have them shout swear words at the other team. <laughs> and, then, and then I say it straight face, which half of me is covered with a mask. So you can't see any change in emotion. And then I say, and it usually works out pretty good. And then about that time, 90% of the parents are like, wait, what? And then there's this one mom who's like, yeah, that's great. Yeah. yeah F them kids. Yeah. F, that's right. That's what they should be doing. So yeah, it was really funny. I I got a really good laugh out of the parents. Like, so it was, it was awesome. So, all right. Kalai, what have you been playing? I jumped in and bought the Valham game, which is in currently in alpha on Steam. It is a you're Viking going to Valhalla, and you have to work together to summon five bosses and beat them. However, you start off with nothing but rags. So just like Minecraft, you're a uh, Viking 
trying to build up your base, trying to, to go out and collect ore to like get your weapons, leather. You got to kill kill deers to get leather, and you work together with your friends. It's a co op game, and man, we have been having so much fun. I'm playing with a bunch of friends. And I kid you not, all weekend long, last weekend, in fact, I'm going to do it again this weekend, we were working together, we built one base, then we decided to abandon that base to build another base. And you have to, like, plow the land, I'm out running, so, funny story, so I'm out uh, mining, and these little goblins are coming after me, and I'm like, crap, I can't, I can't take them all on, because it's just me. So now I start running, and you know how, like, in a video game, like, you can train some monsters to, like, follow you? Yep. Mm-hmm. But after a while, they'll just run away because they can't catch you. Not, not, not in this game. No, no, not in this game. So now I'm running, and I see a dot on my map, and I'm like, "Oh, Matt, Matt! Oh, thank God you're here! I'm being chased! I'm being chased! I need help!" So I'm running towards my friend in an attempt to help because I thought he was out doing the same thing. He was fighting a troll. I trained half the server right to him. And he was like, oh my god, run! So now we're running from a troll and five goblins. There you go. It was it's just a blast. If you're looking to get into it, it's only on PC right now. I don't know if you're interested in it, Tanner. It seems like something I'd rather just watch and then maybe eventually play it. But for now, I'm just content with watching. Like, it's, you have to have a good group. Like, I have a group that's, like, one guy's really into building, which I'm not into building. But I'll go out and I'll mine all everything you could want. We were doing dungeons. There's, like, random dungeons. And from what we can tell, the world is huge. There's, like, you can, like, build a boat and go on the river, like, the ocean, and just go explore other continents. So, and I think it's already sold three million games in three weeks. Uh, I think it's actually four now. Oh, it is four. Yeah. It's huge. Three man That's team. Insane. Who made that game? Three guys in their basement. Yep. Oh, my kind of people. Yeah, it's it's really amazing. Now, um, you do have to either rent a server or somebody has to host the game on their PC. I'm hoping to vent Ark. Yeah, like Ark. It's exactly like Ark or Rust if you played Rust. I like yeah. Rust. I like Rust, but Rust is more PvP, whereas this is PvE. So I'm, I don't have some random dick killing me. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. It would just be your teammates. What's that? Yeah. So it's normally just your teammates killing you like an orc. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's, we're all working together except when I bring the entire server to my friend. <laughs> then, I, then I jumped into another game called El Vista Chronicles. This That's is, that one you shared in the uh, group, right? Yes. This is a little RPG that's uh, it's on Game Pass for PC and, of course, uh, the console. I recommend if you have it to try it. So it's a really fun RPG. It has a lot of interesting mechanics, which I'm going to go into. But I want to preface this that I've gotten far enough that I realize this is an iPhone game or a Google game that was transported to the Switch and to every other system. Because some of the mechanics that you see in these gotcha games are showing up in this game without having the gotcha mechanism because you're paying for the game. 
Yeah, so like there's you can randomly get chests, but the chests have to be are timed. So you have to hold them onto them before they'll open, just like in um Blade. Gotcha. Yeah. You can go and buy packs that will increase your XP. Of course, I'm not gonna do that. I'm just gonna farm. Because the game only averages according to how long to beat about seven and a half hours, which is small for an RPG. But one of the interesting mechanics is is that because it's eight bit mechanic it's eight bits bit uh graphics is that you can take your weapons and you can combine them to make better weapons so if i get like a sword that's a really good sword i could take my old sword and then just wrap it into my new sword which i've never seen in an rpg that's pretty dope i think genshin impact does that too but that's also a gotcha game so that could just be a trait they all share. Yeah, it could be. Uh, it also will transfer abilities if the sword is high enough, which I think is also cool. So if like I have a sword that's got like lightning, but I get a bitter sword, I can then transfer that lightning ability to the new sword. Hmm. Okay, I got that's you. That this that does sound pretty cool. Yeah, so it just it just it's refreshing. That somebody put out like an RPG like Final Fantasy without using the same mechanical mechanics as Final Fantasy. You know, they kind of went out of the box there for that. Now, is this game turn based or is it action RPG? Uh turn based. It is turn based. But it's very weirdly turn based because I have my character, and then your character has three support characters. You don't control the support characters, they just they're behind you and they attack with you. And there's like a hundred different characters you can get to support you. In fact, I got a cat today that its main trait was an alley cat. The second backup trait was it likes to sleep in boxes. <laughs> Those are useful traits. Yeah. Uh, so obviously I had to use the cat because I'm like, oh, well, that's, I have to use that. So if you have a chance to try it, I suggest you try it. It's on sale on Switch for like seven bucks. So I picked it up for the Switch after playing five minutes on uh, Game Pass because I want it portable. And then so the- Game Pass is selling games for the competitors. It's hey, whatever yeah. helps. It, <laughs> I mean, it's still the developers getting the money. Yeah, it was a joke, but yeah, it's, it works. <laughs> The last game I the last game I've been playing is Fire Emblem Three Houses, which is on my current list for the backlog beatdown. I have uh, I'm very close to beating the game. I'm hoping to get it done this weekend, but we'll see. I don't want to just jump in with my friends and play more uh, Valheim. But I think I know what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm probably <laughs> yeah. going to play more Valheim. Uh, <laughs> hey, you like what you like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that's about it. What about you, Tanner? Um, I just, God, what did I, what have I been playing? Um, I, I started on my next list. I started playing, uh, Red Faction Gorilla, the, the remastered edition. Oh, I no, didn't like, game. I didn't like that game. It has not aged well. Nope. <laughs> it has not aged well. I'm like, God, do I want to finish this game? Even I though it's like only like it's I only like it. seven hours, I'm just like I don't know if I want to sit through this. It was so good back when it came out, and then revisiting it, it's like ah, oh, this is kind of indie. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, 
I actually have it on a uh, Switch. I got a copy from the developer to review it. Oh, that's rad. Yes, except that I didn't like the game. That's not rad. <laughs> I mean, it's it's understandable. There's really not a whole lot to do in the game. It's definitely a product of its time, and you have so much driving in between like objectives. That that's the worst part. That's it's what like... that's what's killing me. Well, it was given to me by Roberto, and in one of the one of the things is you have to get to those tower points, and you have to take the tower points, and then you're swarmed by so many guys, you die. A yeah, lot. That one, that one was annoying. That's and, exactly what you're talking about. Well, and you have to do it multiple times. And for me, I was like, why couldn't they update the game? That the only way to make it harder is to swarm you with more guys? That doesn't make sense. So I'm, The idea with that game is all kind of about like destruction and taking down the bases. And so, yeah, I get I that. I, I I get what you're saying though, because it definitely there are like monster closets that are like ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was told to just put it on easy. I'm playing it on yep. easy. I have no shame. <laughs> but um, yeah, I've been playing. I also been playing some more Call of Duty online. It's uh, it's been an experience. I just wish the game would like take me out for a nice meal before it completely rams me. <laughs> before having its way with you. Oh yeah. I had one good match last weekend and it's like, Oh cool. That's where we're setting your skill the entire time you're playing. Have fun getting dumped on the rest of the night. <laughs> Did you see the latest news about uh call of duty? Something about a ship. No, <laughs> A, Something about a truck. Apparently, they added a new update to the point that it will not fit on the original PS4's 500 gigabyte drive. That's, that's right. I remember them saying like, it could be a problem. There's no could to it. <laughs> it is a problem. <laughs> right? That's insane. What kind of update did they add? No, it's just like it's it's talking about all the updates and the game. Like this, there's been so many updates. It's just ridiculous. That's crazy. It's, every time they do a new I mean, season of something, it's like, here's the 30 gig update. Have fun. What did y'all change? Nothing. <laughs> but dude, me and my son both deleted it because of this. For that reason, it takes up too much space. Mm-hmm. So, I wish they would do it. Space. I wish they could do it like they do on PC and like let you decide what you want installed. Because like I, I don't, don't have zombies or install the base game as well. No. Well, if you're doing Warzone, uh, you can technically just download Warzone. But if you bought like Black Ops or like Cold War or Modern Warfare, you can decide if you just want multiplayer installed or campaign, Spec Ops, whatever. Which is really so, funny because on PC, we have plenty of space with how cheap our hard drives and easier they are to install. True. True that. True that. True that. I do. Anything else, T-Bird? Yeah. I think that's it. I haven't really right. been. Oh well, I man, I, I forgot. I did finish Pokemon Sword. The only difference was there was two different gems in the legendary E catch. How was it? That's fine. It's literally the same game as Shield. It was still enjoyable the second go around. Now, was that more of an egregious like same game than the normal times, or is it always basically the same game? 
This one was the only one I've ever seen where they've changed two gems. Every other game is literally, there's a handful of other Pokemon you can catch, and the legendary is different. That's it. Okay. Oh, just okay. J- just in time, Tanner, for the new announcement from Pokemon. I know, I'm excited. I figured you would. I was thinking about you today. It's like Pearl and uh, Diamond coming back. Yeah. And they're doing the big open world RPG. Very so, nice. So excited. All right, cool, cool, cool. Well, then let me tell you what I've been playing. I just kind of, I'm going to start with Max Payne 3. I know uh, a couple Oof. weeks back I said I wanted to recommend that game. And I want to double down on that. This is has been one of the best games I've played in years and years and years. Really? Max? Because looking at that game, it looks like it's a pain in the ass. Oh, it really is. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. So uh, that one stumped me for just a second. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, I get it. Pain. Uh-huh. Uh, no, the the game is so insanely fun. And it's basically Punisher the video game, but with Max Payne instead of Frank Castle. Hmm. It is, but it, it's just so much better than it has any right being. It's in, It's so, the moment-to-moment gameplay is fun. Slow motion diving and shooting. Whenever you kill the last enemy in a room, the bullet just travels in slow motion. You follow the bullet with bullet time. You watch it go through their body. If you're smart like me, you'll continue pulling the trigger and then it just blows holes in them as they slow motion ragdoll to the ground. And it's just so much fun. Um, On top of that, like the story's really good. The voice acting is excellent. And the the different missions it's just it's so it's so 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 good and this is a game that i played forever ago and then it didn't click with me like it was just like oh okay i get it it's cool i enjoyed the first two games i'll play it again one day and then years go by and i'm like you know what backlog beatdown we're going we're going deep into that catalog of games that i haven't beaten and so that was one I had to I had to dive in there, man, and 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 I am just it's so good. I am very 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 satisfied with it. Yeah, I, I'm actually go ahead. Are you go ahead? I'm actually going back through it a second time. Like Ooh. I beat the game, and the the multiplayer servers are you know they're not on, but I'm going to keep playing. I'm going to play the game again, and I can't get the platinum, but I'll, I'm going to clean up the trophies. I enjoy it so much. Yeah, it sucks you can't get the platinum for it. Yeah, it does kind of suck. But so I would I would say probably the best game I've played in just I don't know, man. It's up there. It really does rank high. And here's my thing. I said this to my brother, who's been a champion for this game for a very long time. I said, this could very well go into my top ten games of all time. And he was like, Really? He's like, that's really you know, he's like, I've been telling you this game's great for years, but I was like, I, 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 it's so fresh. I need to play it again and let it marinate. But this could be like one of those games that knocks something off my list because I had, I just enjoy it. It just, it's, it's one of those games that like I played it and every game I played while in between playing this one, I'm like, ah, this just doesn't hit right. I want to play Max Payne. 
And then I go back to it and I play it. I'm like, this is, this is so good. And it was over. And I was like, oh no, it's over. What am I going to do now? So then I bought it on PC. So I'm going to play this game again on Steam. So that's, that, that'll happen this year for sure. So I have a question. Like, I've never played the games. Do you, do you like, is it kind of like, you know, Hitman? Do you have like different scenarios where you get to shoot things or like sneak around? No, it's a, it's a third person action, you know, shooter. It's fun. It's, it's pretty linear. Do you like shoot Very, through, do you like shoot through buildings or anything? Uh, I mean, no, not really. No. You can, I think. I'm trying one of the one you shoot through airplanes on a runway. It's really cool. Oh, interesting, really. <laughs> There's a yeah, there is a uh, an action sequence where you are chasing an airplane down a runway and you have to put holes in it <laughs> to stop it. And it's Do you awesome. like shoot out the windows and everything? Yeah, you do all kinds of stuff. Does that mean that he's a window pane? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. Uh, very nice. Very nice. So, yeah, Max Payne 3, like I said, I'm I'm playing through it again right now and just cleaning up, you know, some of the miscellaneous trophies. And then I'm going to dig into it on PC who knows? This one could go in my top ten. Just these. This is a freaking Daryl game right here. This is like turn your brain off and just shoot stuff in slow motion, and it's awesome. Uh, because I have I've enjoyed this game so much, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go play one of the um, one of the uh, what's the sniper series? Sniper. There's Elite. the Ghost Warriors, but then there's like Sniper Elite and stuff like that. Yeah. So. I was like, what's the most recent one I've got? And then Sniper Ghost Warrior 3 is one of the free games we got for PS Plus recently. I think that was one of them we got for PS Plus. Either way, I fired it up. I was laying in bed beside my wife the other night, couldn't sleep. I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm going to play some slow motion bullet time, shoot some dudes in the nuts. We'll go figure I would pick the serious game, not the funny one. So the one where you I'm can't actually shoot doing Hitler in the balls. No, I didn't. I didn't pick that one. So, but yeah, I, this one's a little more grounded, a little more uh, oddly enough, Call of Duty Ghost. Like you are playing two like they're called ghosts, but they're like two sniper brothers, and you know one of them gets captured. So you're now trying to do missions and sniping targets and doing all kinds of crazy stuff to to get him back. And it's a little more of a stealth game than I really like. I don't like stealth games that much. But this game's pretty, been pretty enjoyable. The load times are atrocious. So bad. But it's an open world game. And I guess it loads the entire map. And it is painful how bad these load times are. There's like a song that plays in the menu. And last night when I was loading the map, it played through twice. Like a full song. I was like, oh my gosh, this is murder. This is terrible. Um, as far as my backlog beatdown list goes, I the next game on my list I was trying to play is Alien Isolation. This is recommended to me by Tommy Gunn, the franchise killer, our good friend of the show, Levi. And I got hamstrung in this challenge uh, on Push to Plat. You know, we, uh, CJ, he pitched... You know, each of us, the three of us, would put, pick two games for each other guy to play. 
and we'd get together and talk about them. And one of the games that Levi pitched to me was Alien Isolation. First person survival horror. And I am struggling to enjoy this game. Like I have audibly said multiple times, I'm not having fun. <laughs> this is not. <laughs> it's and the bad thing is, is it's unlike some of the first person horror games that don't have combat. This one does have a little bit of combat, but you can't kill the alien. Like, so it just finds you and kills you. And it just like, okay, well, my life sucks. Now I got to do this whole section over. And it's got hard save points, not auto save points. So like, if you don't save often, you kind of have to backtrack and do a bunch of stuff over again. And I get really aggravated. Like, I just... I don't know. I'm not having fun. And I, and the, the one of the biggest things, and this is me, this is all me. This isn't the game. I just know that this is a very long game and it's got like 15 chapters. And I, I'm going to either just finished or just got, I'm either on chapter three or I just finished chapter three. I'm like, Oh my gosh. I'm just like, if I'm not having fun this early on, I feel like I'm going to dread the rest of it. So I don't know. I'm trying to give it a fair shake, but not having fun. And then Wait. I got a bunch of rat plats. I'll I, say this is say a too? this could be a loophole for you now. Since how CJ is not doing a show anymore, technically y'all shouldn't have to do the challenge anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, the problem is I because of the challenge, I put it on my backlog beatdown, so I'd have to take a negative on it. It's not that bad. Yeah, well, a negative point we'll doesn't see. hurt that bad. I I want to like it though, and I want to finish it, but. And Levi loves it, you know, so I kind of want to. But Levi also see it doesn't through. like Fable. I mean, so it's his, not opinion, for his opinion's kind of skewed. <laughs> yeah, so if you don't like Fable, you do kind of suck. Yeah, Levi, you suck. All right, so I knocked out a bunch of rat plats, so I'm not going to talk about those, but I did pick up a brand new game that just released called Werewolf the Apocalypse Earthbound. So does it look very nice on your shelf? <laughs> it does not because I bought it digital and I actually did play the game. It's, it's, it's pretty good. I mean, it's, it's as cool as it looks. Uh, yes. And no, uh, I don't like that. So the cutscenes and the opening cinematic is gorgeous and awesome. And the, the story and what's happening is pretty rad. But like the the voice acting doesn't necessarily add up to like the what's happening in the moment, you know. It's like it's kind of it's a, it's not it's a it's a B movie, but a game. And that's so the best way type, to put it. What type of game is it? Third person action. Okay. You turn into a werewolf. You slash people up. You slash like these these soldiers, these special forces guys up. Like I broke in, one of the missions I did was I broke into a facility. And you have to bounce between being a man who looks like he's from Sons of Anarchy into being a actual wolf, which is cool because you move so quickly and you're so agile as a wolf. And it's got a bunch of stealth sections. So I had to kind of sneak in and you, you stealth kill a bunch of dudes and that's cool. But like what was neat was I'm in this military facility and there's some kind of like big corporation, they're bad guys, whatever. And then like, I complete my objectives and it's like, oh wait, I smell silver. 
And then I go exploring even more and find like how their this military outfit is is like shipping crates of silver bullets to p- people, and you're like, oh, you know, they're coming after the werewolf tribe, and it's it's interesting. There's a lot of lore there. It's um, uh, it's taking itself pretty serious, but like, it's you know, arcadey action when it's time to be arcadey action, and it was uh, it's pretty neat. I like it. I, I was kind of uh, I'm attracted to these B movie type of games you know this this just screams like a werewolf b movie so um i'm into it i'm 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 digging it so but either way and then um chipping away bloodborne i'm still same boss have you leveled up any Mm -hmm. yeah i leveled up a little bit okay i'm like really surprised you put this on your list he's like bloodborne yeah he's three bosses away from beating it yeah, I'm I'm almost at the end. Oh. And I I went I went back and beat some of the optional bosses and um I played online with my bro, with my son and his friends and like you know, I was like I needed to grind and level up, so we went and beat some of the bosses that they needed to fight and it's uh it's it's a it's a what's crazy is like Bloodborne is a beautiful game and atmospherically it is outstanding. Combat wise, it's really good. Uh, it's it's the thing is, it's built to punish you. So there's like I'm having a blast playing, I'm having a blast playing, and then I'm dead, and then I'm like, f. So, but I gotta say, this is my what, third, fourth time returning to this game, and I like it more now than ever. So it's pretty cool, and I and I, it's a game that it is very convoluted and how stupid it's set up to bring people into your game. But it is probably one of the best multiplayer games that I've played in years because it's, it's fun to have people in there with you. And because you can be killed so cheaply, you know, we're all laughing, we're cutting up, we're playing and then boom, you up, your teammates dead and they don't come back. You have to, you know, it's, it's good. I, I mean, Bloodborne is a great game. It really is. And I've, I think I like it more now than I ever have. So I, I will definitely see it through. I don't know that I'll go for the platinum, but yeah. it's definitely on my list of games to beat very soon. Maybe even this weekend. Who knows? I might get lucky. So, but that's me. That's what I've been playing. Okay. okay. So, all right. You guys want to head on over to the backlog beatdown? Uh, sure, I queued that up if you'd like me to talk about it. Absolutely. You do that, and I'll bring up the leaderboards. Okay. So, uh, at number one, we have Ponder Simmons, who has a 22 points. He's killing the game. It really is. Tricky has 14 points. All right, I, w- I want to I hard stop on that one. What does Tricky have points in? Where is he posting this stuff? Because I never see his stuff. He's posting it in the uh, the backlog group yeah he is i wonder if he's got me blocked because or me i can't and, and i get notifications for almost everybody but i don't ever see anything he posts uh the interesting part is the last couple of games that he's been playing are pretty solid hard games he beat ninja gaiden no i think he paid somebody to do that i mean here's the thing I, he He's cheating, hundred <laughs> percent. Is he talking about the original Ninja Gaiden? 
Yeah. Yeah, he's downloading save files or something. He's cheating. Like, I like Triggy, but that dude is not skilled enough to beat Ninja Gaiden. And you know what? All of his current games are Nintendo games. Metroid. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he he's game the system. He's yeah. figured he's figured something out. Uh, Gareth Davis is next with uh, twelve points. There you go. JT has ten. There you go, JT. Jared has eight. Daryl, you have six. I'm I'm hanging in there. So does Homer get stuff? Uh, James has five. I have five. Matthew has five. Joe only has four, and T Bird has four. Now, I'm sorry, Kali. Um, I think I should have seven now. I think I didn't update my own list. Well, as I'm updating a lot of people's lists, and I figured you were updating yours. If you didn't update it, that's your fault. I did. I think I posted that I beat Max Payne, but I didn't click it on my list. Oh. Well, I can't help you because I'm assuming that you're updating your list. I'm not assuming oh, no. Tanner is updating his list because he's not always updating his list. Wow, Tanner. Wow. I I've been updating it. I ain't beating anything lately, so I've had a reason to update it. A couple of times I've updated your list. Wow, Tanner. Wow. Fair enough. Wow. And so. wait, but after T-Bird, I have to say this person's doing better than CJ. Spider Packs has three. <laughs> yeah, Spider Packs. Where CJ only has two and Levi only has two. So how funny is it that Spider Packs, I forgot when we made his list, he wanted to put the Mayo game on there. And I was like, okay, sure, whatever. And then we're going through his list. I was like, let's look and see what you've got, what you can play. And then sure enough, he was like, I want to play uh, the Mayo game. So I was like, okay, fine, let's play it. So he got him a plus two off the Mayo game. Good for him. Yep. He was upset that it didn't count for be legit. All right, my list is now (laughs) updated. I did not click on there that I beat Max Payne 3. What a fail on my part. Okay, well, then we can talk about it next time. You missed your opportunity. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, um, so Spider Packs, actually, he's almost done with Ultimate Alliance 3 as well. He's going to be the one kid out of my three kids that actually completes a list. My daughter made a list of games and then hasn't touched them. So. Are you, I'm sorry. Are you done, Collide? Did I? I yeah, yeah. No, that's. We went through pretty much a lot of the list. I'm going to go turn it over to you for the uh, the board leaderboards, which I'm hoping I'm on this uh, this this week. All right, so Loot Bros leaderboards, week in, week out. You guys hear me talk about it. We've got a couple custom leaderboards. Um, You know what? I will say this. Since we have PC gamers on the panel, it seems to be I'm being phased out. We got got T-Bird, Kali, Zach, you know? Like, even Joe's talking about building a PC now. So, like, maybe you guys can get us a leaderboard that works. Maybe you guys can start us a new one. I will have to look into it. I don't know anything about the site. Well, you know, the problem we were running into is it wasn't updating, but it might not be that they, well, no, it wasn't updating for you either. It's worth a shot. Uh, I'm getting ready to play some PC games too, so I wouldn't mind, you know, 
diving into that and helping. So that way I could beat you in another, in another thing as well. In another, <laughs> yes, another leaderboards to get beat in. So speaking of leaderboards, again, Loot Bros Podcast, that is the custom leaderboard. Go to truetrevies.com, trueachievements.com. Every seven days, the leaderboard is read out on the show, reset, and any trophies and achievements you occur, acquire, you uh, accumulate. That's the word I'm looking for. Accumulate. Uh, it adds them on there, and we just kind of read the top three, top five, whatever have you. This week, I'm going to read out some more because we got a lot of new names on the leaderboards. Now, the I have leaderboards a question. Are growing. Did, you do a, did you do an update last week and put it out? I didn't see. No, 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 no. Last week, so uh, so I all, hope you didn't reset. I hope you didn't reset the boards because I put a lot of tr- I, I put a lot of stuff on the Xbox boards. Oh, hey, it unfortunately, it, it does it by itself. Oh, darn it! <laughs> so here's something to remember, though. In the event that you guys read or do a special episode, just check, just gl- glance at the leaderboards. You may you may want to read them out. You may not. You never know. In first place on the Loot Bros trophy leaderboard for true trophies.com resident daryl in first place with 64 trophies oh look at that wow who's that cj has I'm, removed himself so i'm a little disappointed in that number 64 you couldn't get five more no nah, <laughs> i see what you did there i see what you did there it's the only way anybody's gonna win on this thing now is because cj left it yeah, CJ's gone, and uh, Cool Kid Joe's retired, so <laughs> back in first, baby. <laughs> See, it's a war of attrition, ladies and gentlemen. I don't have to get the most trophies to be the best. I just got to wait out all the other guys. They'll spam themselves to death. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so second place, Gaz Davis 11 with 63 trophies. So close, yet so far. In third place, we have a new contender with Redbeard Rick, 24 trophies. Glad to have you, sir. In fourth place, Tricky Mick, paying someone to play his PlayStation for him with 21 trophies. In fifth place, Hollow Madcap with 19. Uh, Donnie, sixth place, that DTN with eight trophies. He's back. Old trophy hunt Donnie with eight. Uh, and in the seventh game. place, we got the Belgian Brawler. Six trophies. I'm going to jump down a little ways. In ninth place, we got Parzival, Tommy Gun with six. He's on here. NZ Nitro's on here. I'm Funny Hal's back on here. Hadn't been on in a while. Let's see. Make sure that's all the news. I'm on there. You don't count. (laughs) T-Bird, you got zero, though. Exactly. Still on the board. (laughs) Awesome, awesome. Hey, there you go. It's, it's really great seeing new names pop up on there. I'm excited. It's awesome. All right, so, and then if you head on over to trueachievements.com, this is where things get a little more dire, okay? Uh, you got, in first place, Cool Kid Joe with 2,080 achievement points. Killing the game. Second place, the Alpha Seagull with 1,460 Securing third place on both leaderboards is Redbeard Rick with 190. And fifth place, we got Mally 21 with 10 points. You know what? If you had bred them last week, it would have been better. <laughs> yeah, well, too bad. Maybe I intentionally messed up last week's show just so there wouldn't be uh, some, some Kali on the leaderboards. Maybe I did, maybe I didn't. You'll never know. 
All right. This is our favorite part of the show. Community questions. T-Bird, do you dare? I can try. <laughs> I forgot how to read. Well, do your uh, worst, T-Bird. Let's see what you got. Okay, so we got Jared says, Do the new hosts of the Loop Bros have back pain from carrying the podcast while Daryl and Tanner have <laughs> burned a vagina-scented candle together and give each other full-body massages? Hmm. Yes, I get massages regular, and I do see a chiropractor. So Kalia is saying yes. She has been carrying the show, and it does wear on you physically. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And something I wanted to reiterate, I think I started talking about it earlier and then got sidetracked with something stupid, I'm sure. But what we're doing with the quest- community questions is we're doing a question of the week. So each week you guys write in all of your best, your funniest, your wildest, your most serious questions. We'll answer them on the show, and then we will decide who wins question of the week. At the end of the month, we will do a drawing to see who had the best question out of all of those who win the question of the week. So, And then that drawing, you might get a cool sticker. You might get some cool swag. You might get some game codes. You might get pictures of Zach. <laughs> you never know. I mean, it's going to be completely random. Random winners, random stuff. And maybe random wieners. Maybe random winners wiener. By the way, I got a trophy. Exact make you lose control. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. T-Bird, continue. All right. Still on Jared. It's <laughs> a long one. Politician in Illinois is trying to cancel Grand Theft Auto and get it banned. Carjacking among juveniles has increased. Naturally, this must be the fault of Grand Theft Auto. It has been a long time since GTA has been blamed for people doing stupid things. Do you think video games should be held responsible for what people do in reality? I didn't realize he had two questions right there, so that's one. The first one? I will say no. I don't think video games are to blame. I think people are the blame. Take responsibility for your own actions, even if they're stupid. Yeah, Agreed. pretty much. And don't let your kids play Grand Theft Auto anyways, because they're probably too young to be playing it. That's that's what I'm going to add to my list this year. Have fun. It's actually not a bad story. Uh, then we have, still on Jared. Got two more. <laughs> Do people... Do do you think people copying what they see in video games is a real issue? If yes, should Daryl and Tanner be allowed to play genital jousting together because they might actually cross swords? And why is that? Why is the answer that it's too late and they already do? (laughs) Uh, Well, I'm going to say the answer is no. Games don't cause you to do things. And then yes, we should be allowed to play genital jousting uh, because we will not cross the streams. We know I mean, the rules. What's wrong with two, two homies playing genital jousting together? <laughs> it's like just two bros hanging out. Sword, sword fighting. Just sword fighting. <laughs> Maybe a lightsaber duel. 
What what I love on this question was that he wrote this in and then CJ commented underneath it. <laughs> it was like, dang it, there I go. Losing question of the week again. Well played, sir. <laughs> so, joke's on you. I don't even like genital jousting. And uh, one, more, one more for Jared. By the end of the last Loot Grow podcast, Clyde was a little lost. Is that only one beer? I'm jealous. Yes. <laughs> it, was, it was actually like a 10 percenter, I think, or an 8 percenter. Uh, there's a microbrewery that opened up across the street from my house, and they do some amazing beers. Tonight, I drank an IPA uh, called Shimmy Shimmy Cocoa Pop. Uh, it's actually pretty That's good. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So they tend to be around the 8%, 10%. I do like my IPAs. They also did a chocolate cherry stout for Valentine's Day called Give Me Some Sugar. The beer, uh, if you want to look them up, they're called Alternate Ending. They actually bought out the old uh, movie theater that was across the street from me. And they redid it as a microbrewery, but they kept the movie uh, the movie theater theme. So they took like all the seats, they had them repolstered and put them around. Uh, they were able to obtain a liquor license, and what they do is they show old movies, like when Harry met Sally. $45 a person, you get a salad, you get pizza, you get a beer, you get popcorn, you get candy. Okay. Yeah. That's a little unique. That's rad. I wish we had cool things like that down here. We just got yeah, really bad got... roads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't have anything cool here. We're getting a skate park. That's pretty cool. We're all too old to be skating, though. <laughs> and too overweight. I mean, that, do you guys really want to live in our in like our progressive area? No, <laughs> good. No, thank you. <laughs> but you have cool things, so there's that. Yes. You got to right, the bad with the goods. <laughs> uh, CJ, the recent Nintendo Direct. And so, stay, uh, Sony. You State missed play. the question. Did I? Oh yes, I did. And I skipped over my my person, my Garth. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Let's go back. Gareth Davis. Although slightly underwhelming, what impressed you the most from last night's state of play? I didn't watch it, so I don't know what happened. It was pretty good. I, I thought it was decent. Um, I think that, uh, and I think Tanner, you would agree with this. The Final Fantasy VII uh, stuff was cool. They got a, a new, so the PS5 version of Final Fantasy VII is getting ready to be released in June. And they're adding a Luffy story. Um, they, it's like, so it's a whole little DLC with her. And uh, it looks good. And then, of course, it's going to be, updated graphics and you know 4ks and the the all the different p's and frames per second and all that crap so it's gonna be good i thought that was the i think that honestly final fantasy 7 was the standout uh, although my kids are super stoked for the uh, uh five nights at freddy's security breach and uh, that looks pretty cool because that's like a first person horror you know game in the fnaf universe 
but you're actually walking around. You're not just looking at like an iPad. So hmm. it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. That'll definitely get played a bunch of miles. What about you, Kalai? Well, it was so underwhelming. I didn't even watch. Wow. Freaking nerds. I actually almost sent it to y'all. I was like, you know what? I kind of, I tend to stay away from the news whenever I put the show together. I know. I was so thankful for that because I didn't watch the state of play and I was afraid you're going to do it. Well, so I want it to be organic. You know, with this show, I always want it to be, I listen to a bunch of gaming podcasts and they all talk about the same thing every show. And then I listen to a couple podcasts where they play ads for other shows. And it's like, oh, we're X gaming podcast. We cover the news and current events. And that's being advertised to me on a show that covers the news and the current events. And it's just like, I don't know. I, I want to talk about gaming, but I want to make it more about like, you know, what we enjoy with gaming, not just the, oh, the, this thing happened or this thing. So I don't know. I try to stay away from the news unless it really does, you know, spark our interest. Like you guys covered the Nintendo Direct. That's awesome. You guys are like Nintendo fans and y'all love that stuff. Right. So that's cool. So what I, I with these things like these directs, I see them on Twitter because I follow through Twitter. And if it's interesting enough, I will watch it. And I just didn't, the state of play did not interest me enough. Now, the one cool thing, um, I don't know if you guys know this, but we're getting Final Fantasy VII for PlayStation 4 for next month's free playstation game yes yes i feel bad for somebody that bought three copies <laughs> <laughs> levi <laughs> so no that's awesome that's really cool that means more people get to play it and that game was extremely successful and now more people are going to get to check it out so right um, but super, i want to pref- cool. i want to preference by saying that that doesn't include the ps5 upgrade so i thought it said you could get the ps5 upgrade for free but the Luffy story you'd have to pay for. No. Everything I'm that's how it was. So the free version you can't upgrade. The- but still it's the free version for PS4. You're lucky you got it. Exactly. You'll, you'll get to play it on PS5. Exactly. That was my thought because I'm not gonna get a play- PlayStation 5 anytime soon, so with the shortage. So I'm like, oh nope, I'll take I'll take that. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Um yeah, I uh, I'm totally gonna finish that game this year and I put it in our Discord that now is the time the ps5 version so i really enjoyed what i played of it too that's the worst part um but uh yeah so i think that was the standout final fantasy uh 7 remake totally stole the show uh and i don't it wasn't i don't think it was the last thing they showed but it definitely to me was the was the was the standout so the more interesting part, which they didn't talk about in the state of play, was the fact that Sony came out and said that, oh, hey, we have a new version of our PlayStation VR. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, they didn't dig too deep into it. But, you know, they might do like they did last time and do an entire state of play on VR. Well, they should bring it out soon with the Oculus bringing out the Quest 2. They're going to really take advantage, really taking advantage of this gap that playstation has the playstation isn't putting out games for 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 the old playstation and they only barely announced a new one yeah i mean i don't know man they're in a weird spot right now it just seems like 
it was it was so funny because as the PS5 was ramping up, it just seemed like they weren't they weren't they didn't have this huge hype machine. And everyone, you know, all the shows are listening to like, why, why, why? Why are they hyping it? What are they doing? What's wrong with it? And you get the console and it's like, oh, this is pretty great. Um, and then they're, but like, you you can't buy one. So it's like, I, I, I kind of was, for me, I started to get a little unexcited. I'm like, man, this stinks. You got this new thing and they're, they went from all the games going to be straight for the new gen to, well, now they're splitting it. And now every game advertised has a PS4 version, it's, which I don't care overall. It just kind of, to me, it kind of like lessens the um, urgency of, of of having one. It's like, well, I rush out and get one if it's going to be everywhere. But you know, if, if everybody can't get one, you know, I get it. It makes business it sense. It is so. it is coming. And here's the funny ass thing. And I'm not trying to make this political because I will never ever talk politics. But I want to tell you that Biden is looking into the shortage. See, I thought that was a joke. I did too. I don't think it is. I got a trophy there. Trophy! Exact make you lose control. No, I don't think it is. He's actually looking in because there, there, there's a shortage of a specific part that applies not just to the PlayStation and the Xbox, but to other technology out there. And that's what he's looking into. I think the gaming sites picked it up as... The PlayStation. He's looking yeah, at the PlayStation and the Xbox. He's like, "Hey, I'm, I'm, those guy. I me and them boys in China. We go, we go way back. They pay my bills. I got you, dog." <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I think it's crazy. I work in a manufacturing plant, and you know, we keep, we're starting to really get hit with shortages over there. Like. You know, the whole big fear with COVID has been like, oh, it stopped manufacturing down for a certain point in time. And then it's like, but for months, we had so much supply in circulation across the world that you could still get things. Now, that point in time where manufacturing was slowed down or halted, it's all bottlenecked. So like right now, for the most part, everything we make is made here in the United States. There are some things that we like pieces or certain parts that we get from overseas that we have imported and then use as a component to assemble all of our stuff. And like now, because of the shutdowns and because of the breaks in manufacturing chains, everything's bottlenecked on the coast in shipping containers. So not only do they not have enough staff to unload the shipping containers, but now there's not enough staff to move the shipping containers to get the new ones in. So from, the way it's been described to us from our vendors is that the coast is just a hot mess, you know, when it comes to stuff being imported into the United States. So it's it, been, uh, it's been, it's been interesting just this whole, you know, that shortage across the board. That doesn't surprise me because I, I live near one of the bigger seaports and you'll see them stacked up. So that doesn't yeah. surprise me. Like everybody here is just, we're in lockdown. No. Yeah. We're very fortunate here. You know, things are, you know, things are still pretty open down here. So, yeah, we pretty much um, like YOLO. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, I mean, it's been, uh, I mean, we don't have the, the population either. We don't have that many people living on top of each other, some of the big cities and stuff. So it's been, uh, it's been, it's been easier to maintain. 
Yeah, we're pretty, we're, see, New Jersey, where I live, is a pretty dense state. And on top of that, a lot of people live in Jersey, but work in New York. Yeah. So that's that mass transit. So it's yep. spread quickly and bad here, fortunately. That sucks. Major butt cheeks. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Next question. Uh, CJ. The recent Nintendo Direct and uh, Sony State of Play gave us the opportunity to glance into the 2021 gaming sphere. Presentations of... Good God. Do you need me to read this for you? Please. <laughs> I'm sure We finally broke him. The recent oh. Nintendo Direct and Sony State of Play gave us the opportunity to glance into the 2021 gaming sphere. The presentation adhered to the current trend furthering the belief in the gaming direction into the first year of the next generation. The industry seems on trajectory to reconcile actualization with realization, leading to a pressing need for clarification on the long-asked question, what nationality is the Muffin Man? <laughs> what a douche. The one that lives on Drury Lane. <laughs> Yeah, so I got Jim got a laugh out of this because I read this out loud to him earlier. So I actually practice. <laughs> I love how he makes the most convoluted, ridiculous questions, and then ends it with something pretty lame. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. What, what do you? What's y'all's guess? What do, y- what do y'all think? So Jim and I talked about this, and we decided he's a um, Panarian. He's from. Panama Canal. Do the joke there. I I, I got it. I got it. You know, and if I had to say his profession, I would say it's copper. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with that. I think that's the best answer. (laughs) Yeah, that's a solid one. (laughs) Kalai bringing the dad jokes tonight. Uh. So we got any more? That no. is it. No, that's it. So that, that means we have to pick our question, right? All right. What do we think is the question of the week? I'm <sighs> not really crazy about any of them. <laughs> Y'all suck. I, I'm torn. I really like Jared pointing out that I'm breaking my back here. But CJ's yeah. is pretty fun, too. You know, that, it's a good one, but I think that everyone was reaching and trying to be funny. So personally, I think Gaz coming in with just a serious question about something that's topical, that'd be my pick for this week. You know what? I I could agree with you. I will also go with Gareth because, you know what? Uh, I got to tell how much I was unimpressed with that data play. <laughs> T-Bird? Uh, I'll go with that. All right, Gaz, you are the question of the week. Blah, so, blah, blah, be, blah, blah. I don't know. What? We don't have a sound effect for it. Uh, did you just say <laughs> we, we can wow, be blah, wow, blah, wow, blah, wow, whack? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to put, uh, put a sound effect together for that one. So I've actually got a sound sample that I just made the other night. I might be able to make something work. <laughs> So yeah, so what we're going to do is not here on the show, in the Facebook group, in the Discord, we'll announce the winner, but we will take all of the question of the week winners for this month, we will raffle them all up, and we'll make a big announcement, we'll post it in the Facebook group, 
and in the Discord. Let you know what you won. And, of course, we'll announce on the next week's show. You guys ready for the this week's official topic? <laughs> all right. So I was listening to all of the uh, hullabaloo over this Nintendo Direct. And apparently, you know, the Nintendo Direct was like 50 minutes long, the first one in a year, blah, blah, blah. And people, for the most part, seemed, as far as the podcast I listened to, underwhelmed. Uh, Joe and Kalai, y'all seemed like there was a lot on there that you enjoyed. Uh, tangentially to that, State of Play happens this week, and I've seen mixed reviews. Some people are unimpressed, Kalai. Tanner couldn't be bothered. Yeah. And then some of us, you know, found some things that we liked. So my question to you guys tonight is what is the perfect conference or announcement? Do these YouTube video directs, do they work for you or do you just miss the good old E3? Your cat just smacked your mic, knocked your mic down. Oh <laughs> I just watched I just watched Kali's cat knock her mic down and dive into the camera. <laughs> <laughs> it's trying to end, it's just trying to end it all. Oh, pick me, pick me. I'll answer. It's like, so, so sorry. <laughs> you're not paying me any attention. Stop podcasting. I don't like your question. <laughs> but what do you think, Kali? What is uh, what what works best for you? These Nintendo Directs, these Sony State of Plays, or do you just like the one time a year good old information dump on a big old conference? I like, you know what I like? I like everything to be unique. Um, so I'm assuming that with Sony State of Play, they came out and they said everything, right? It's it's basically their version of a direct. It's just a narrator, show a couple trailers, you know, here's a few pictures. It's like, oh, this is what you saw. I mean, they're basically a direct. Well, except that with the directing with Nintendo, they kind of get into it. They don't just announce stuff. So... Xenoblade Chronicles, they brought a character from Xenoblade Chronicles over to Smash Brothers. And that was the sword. Uh, they brought both of her uh, swords. So of course, I'm blanking on the name now. But they did an entire trailer where she got the invite from uh, to play in Smash. And the guy that re- wields her, Rax, didn't get the invite. And he was absolutely upset. And he should have been in Smash. That's yeah. pretty bad. Yeah, they don't do bad character. stuff like that. Yes, and that's what I like out of a direct. I like something that's going to be, even if it's not my interest, it's going to drive me to be interested in it due to the fact that they're 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 doing something cute. They're trying to think out of the box. They're not just coming out and be like, "Oh, hey, here you go." That being said, I also like the bigger conferences, so I can get more meteor stuff with. A lot of these, with a lot with um, PlayStation, and not so much with uh, Nintendo, but more Sony and Xbox, is they've been announcing things too often and too far in advance. Uh huh. And Nintendo doesn't do that. They will announce things maybe a year in advance, sometimes too, but very rarely. And very rarely do they have to actually postpone stuff. I dig it. What about you, T-Bird? 
Ah, oh, man. Honestly, I'm fine with like fine with both the short 30, 40 minute quick conference. Here's some new things coming down the pipeline or here's some updates to some games. And I also really enjoy the long E3 presentations. Personally, if I had a if I had to pick one to keep, it would be the long E3 things, but maybe a little more spaced out throughout the year. Okay, okay. So maybe more than one of them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like kind of how they already had it with like you get your E3, then you got your uh, God, what's the one out in Germany? That massive Gamescom. Yeah, do the Gamescom thing, and then maybe one or two more around, like kind of earlier on in the year. Yeah. I dig it. So for me, it's weird because so like just in the past few weeks, we had the Capcom's Resident Evil 8, you know, kind of essentially their version of a direct, you know, it was um, it was an information dump about Resident Evil 8, showed a little bit of gameplay. Uh, They had Brittany Baumbacher, who's who's a podcast personality and streamer. Uh, they had her come on there and kind of announce a few things, and it it was it was cool for the Resident Evil community. Uh, and from I was listening to a bunch of different podcasts, and they're like, "Well, this was stupid. What was the point of this?" And it's like they didn't get it because it wasn't for them, you know. Like they didn't realize who she is in the community. They didn't realize like the things that were being shown and why they were important. And it's whatever. It's not for everybody. So I kind of like these little, you know, short direct style information dumps i think that's pretty cool because it gives you like a nugget throughout the year it's like oh wow something to look forward to oh wow here's an announcement but the big e3 home runs were just so exciting and you know i was i just listened to a lot of people talk about it this week and i was like you know i'd like to find a way to have this conversation on the show Uh, fortunately enough for us it it, it, kind of worked its way up tonight so we can hold off on the other conversation, but I don't know, man. I just feel like it'd be more personal if there was a face associated, you know, like using Nintendo as an example, Reggie was such a character and all he did was smile and just be Reggie. You know, like he wasn't like, you know, like the, my body is ready. Meme really, in my opinion, made Reggie, you know what I'm saying? Like, the personality for Nintendo. You know, it's like when you saw him, the first thing that popped in your head was my body is ready. You know, Shuhei Yoshida, thanks to Podcast Beyond, used to be you know, the big face for Nintendo, uh, for Nintendo, excuse me, for Sony, for PlayStation. You know, Phil Spencer comes out and he is the white knight of the Xbox. So I kind of want a mix of both. You know, I kind of want to see something a little more than just a information dump, a direct, but something maybe not, obviously we can't have as things as grand as the E3, but I think that the spokesperson or the face of these companies need to be, you know, saying the host of these directs. I think that it would make them more personal, more entertaining. It would give you a, you know what I'm saying? A, I don't want to say like a celebrity, but you know, it gives you that face to attach to Like if Phil Spencer gets on, I mean, I'll give you an example. When he gets on the Larry Herb Xbox podcast and talks about upcoming stuff, I make sure I listen to that episode. You know, when they were talking Bethesda and that whole Zenimax um, merger or, you know, that purchase or whatever, I made sure I watched that. I made sure I, I, I listened to him talk because he is the, 
the face of that company. And I don't know. I just feel like some of these things, you know, with E3, the, the kind of rule of thumb was have, you know, one or two things or three things for everybody or something like that. And like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like these little information dumps, these directs would be so much better if they just had someone you could attach to them. What do y'all think about that? I think it's a good idea. I, I see where you're going with that. Uh, I just I just like the way Nintendo... I'm a big Nintendo fan. Uh, I like the fact that they don't show up to these E3s. That they have their own little thing. Because a lot of these companies are stepping on their own toes because, you know, they announced it three months ahead. Oh, here's more gameplay. Here's more gameplay of what we already talked about. I want that big surprise. But yeah, I mean, I always look forward to uh, Howard from Bethesda stepping on the stage and seeing what he wants to talk about, as opposed to some random guy or Randy Pitchford. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to see Randy Pitchford's magic tricks? <laughs> Actually, he's really good. I've I've been to uh, some of his seminars with Pack East, and he uh-huh. and they did some great stuff. They did a dating show. Where he played different characters from the Borderlands series. Oh, that's awesome! That's See, hilarious. I've always liked him, but apparently he's not a—he's not the most likable guy in the gaming world. So I hear. Yeah, something to do with jump drives full of uh, magic nudes. Something like that. <laughs> so. I don't know. I just, uh, I, I kind of wanted to know what everybody thought. Yeah, I want to know what's going on. You know, what do you guys look forward to? Does it excite you? Like for the, for the PC stuff, like what do y'all have for PC? Is there anything? Or they... There is a PC game show thing. It happens around, I think around E3 time. I could be Did mistaken. show the adult games? <laughs> I've never yeah. watched one, honestly. <laughs> the nice part about being a PC gamer is I can watch pretty much all the other conferences and figure out what I'm going to get on PC. There you go. Mm-hmm. But did you see that uh, Days Gone is coming to PC now? Yes. I I still don't get that game. I mean, after the whole, uh, you know, UPS simulator, I'm not sure I want that game. Oh, no, no, no. That game is no, much There's actually more things action. you can do in that game besides deliver packages. Yeah, that one is, um, that one is The Last of Us plus Sons of Anarchy. 100%. So, it's actually a pretty good game. Like I, I played about eight hours of it, and you know I enjoyed it. That's another one I'll go back and finish eventually. So I'm calling it here on the shot on the show. Final Fantasy VII: Days Gone, Death Stranding. I'm beating all those games. I, I don't see you beating all those games. <laughs> I don't believe it for a minute. <laughs> What's gonna happen is I'm gonna call all those games and then beat Max Payne three times. <laughs> so. I'm telling you, man, when something's good, it's good, bruh. It's good. You got to play it. Got to play it on all the systems. All right. So, well, I guess that that little conversation for, between us, I want to extend that out to the audience. So if you're listening to the show, Lou Bros Podcast, let us know what you think. Let us know what you like, you know? Uh, not that we can do anything about it, but we're just curious as to what do you guys look forward to? Do your Nintendo Direct style corky videos about Smash Bros? Or do you like your... You know, kind of personalityless, you know, Sony state of plays. Or do you just miss the E3s and the big announcements and all that? Or do you like the uh, Xbox gameplay reveals where they don't show any gameplay? 
<laughs> so. <laughs> you guys got anything else you want to talk about, pitch, throw out to the audience before we bounce out of here? Uh, I would just like to say that I can't wait for Monster Hunter, and I'm so excited. I got the Monster Hunter Switch. Yeah, that thing looks rad. <laughs> Too bad the game's going to suck. No way. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, I took off days. So it's really funny. I took off work days. The same day my I get my Switch, my new coffee table's coming. I got a lift top coffee table so I could lift up the top and I could look straight onto my Switch and get a better view to play games downstairs. That's how crazy I, I am. I have a lift top coffee table that it's in my basement right here beside me. Uh huh. And that thing was the bomb. When Resident Evil 7 came out, I put a 55-inch TV on it, sat on the couch, and lifted the, the TV to my face. Yeah, I, I bought like a mini TV because I'm going to be playing with Jim on the couch. Plus, we eat down there. But it delivers the same day that the game comes out. I pre-ordered it on GameStop, which I'd like to say F GameStop. When my They've husband... been really sucky lately. When my husband pre-ordered it, he was like, okay, I got it for delivery. I'm like, okay. My friend Matt was like, oh, did you pay the extra money to get it on the day of release? I'm like, what? I have to pay extra money to have it on the day of release? I'm like, power to the player, my ass. Dude, it's crazy. That's a thing right now. It's almost like they're charging you to guarantee that they'll have it shipped. Right. Well, what is that even? What, is, what the crap? Right. Did they forget that like Reddit tried to save them? They need to be more <laughs> grateful. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we actually got another pre-order this morning at Best Buy and I'm picking it up 20 minutes from my house. I told my friend that I got a second one. He's like, how did you get it? I was like, it's up on Best Buy. He he texted me. He's like, okay, I now have one at Best Buy. I'm going to go pick it up that day. So him and I are going to go drive to Best Buy to pick up my Switch while my husband waits for our coffee table and puts it together for me. There you go. That's teamwork right there. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, I'm I'm very disappointed, man. I I have had just lately trying to do business with GameStop. It, their hours have changed so dramatically that it's almost impossible. It's been hard to get inventory shipped to my house, but they want me to go to the store. But they have these weird hours, and it's like the capacity to the store is so extremely low. You know, so you try to call the stores, and there's the one staff member working there now. So it's just like. It's been, it, it, I've always been like a GameStop, like, like, I like GameStop. I like the fact GameStop exists. I like going in there and looking at games and buying games. And it has been impossible. I've almost completely stopped shopping there. I know. Getting the Resident Evil 8 pre-order was so freaking painful. You guys have no idea. Yeah, I do, because I was trying to get the Monster Hunter stuff. I can't. It, it very very similar, but like you know, you can't even get the PS5 version of the game. I couldn't even pre-order it. I could only pre-order the PS4 version with, for the collector's edition. Wow, it was insane. Did you try Best Buy? Well, Best Buy doesn't offer it. Apparently, it's a GameStop exclusive. Oh, I hate that. But give it's it, like give you it said, time. I they're wanting to charge me extra to make sure it was going to be delivered on time. I was like, nah, I'm good, fam. I'll buy it digitally on PS5. Physically, the closed edition on PS4, call it a day. So. But, yeah. You guys know how I am. That's freaking 
Or I might I might actually buy it on Xbox and then play it on Xbox and then use my PS4 copy. I don't know. I hadn't decided what I'm gonna do yet. Do I'll like own I all versions eventually. Do like I do with Dark Do like I do with Dark Souls Three. You buy it for one system, but the base game, and then you find the collector's edition for the other system and trade the other game in. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I'll probably end up doing, see, because I, I, I'm assuming, I don't know this for a fact yet, I'm assuming there's going to be, like, adaptive triggers stuff and, like, you know, cool things for the PS5 version. So I want to own the PS5 version. Not to mention you get, like, I think you get, like, the soundtrack for the game or some special bonus or whatever, some bullcrap that, you know me, I got to have. So I'll pre-order it on PS5 most likely. And then play it there, and then not even open my PS4 version, and until I'm ready to get the trophies again. But I don't know. They seem pretty confident in this one, man. So it might be a, it might be a big game. It could be one of the best ones. So we'll see what happens. I'm pretty stoked. But yeah, I agree with you. GameStop's been booty lately. I have not enjoyed working with them. By working with them, I mean buying from them. Yeah. So, uh, anything else, guys? No, I'm good. I ain't got nothing. All right. Go ahead, Tanner. I'm sorry. I was like, I ain't got nothing. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining me. Um, be sure to check out our other stuff. Um, uh, check out our YouTube. I know that we have a handful of people that are strictly following our stuff on YouTube right now. We thank you for that. Not every episode we've ever done is on YouTube. Um, so maybe one of these days we'll put some of the older ones on there that didn't quite make it. Um, I do know this as well, and I probably should have said this at the top of the show. Our feed, once the old host goes away, a lot of our old episodes will disappear as well. So um, if you guys are listening and you would like the back catalog added to the feed, that is now you know the white label current feed um that's going to be something you guys had to reach out to us about doing because you know in the past we've considered dumping all the old episodes back on and that's a lot to add to someone who's been listening for a long time and and already has the show and then the current stuff gets buried in old stuff and so um you know maybe maybe we'll just use youtube as a way to keep up with all the old stuff and then you know, just constantly move forward with the new thing. So, but anyways, yeah, check out our YouTube. Check out the uh, Ninja Loot YouTube. We've got the Sounds Heavy podcast is exclusively featured there. Um, we have that. Now, there also is RSS feeds, you know, all the major podcast uniform, uh, uniforms. Jeez, what am I talking about? All the ma- major podcast platforms. Uh, you can catch out. You can catch the Sounds Heavy podcast, but we're not doing like a separate, like, feed not feed we're not doing a separate youtube for it jeez we're gonna put that on the ninja loot youtube so this is the ninja loot boys or the ninja tube or ninja tube for sure (laughs) you know what i was tripping on my words so hard ninja tube actually made more sense than everything i just said (laughs) (laughs) this is how you can tell we all need to get out of here everyone's taking turns tripping on their on their words so All right, guys, I enjoyed you. We'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye.
get right or get left, what will it be? Time is running out, the blood is flowing down the street. People need to know we're living in the 